How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Howland. He's one of the employee owners of Tab. Comes in and helps us out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We are live this morning. I am back from the free state of Florida at last uh, Saturday. Yes, I have to go away occasionally or the wife will divorce me. <laughs> um, and it's nice to get away every now and again and um, enjoy the sunshine. Uh, even though down there, I guess, it's been the cloudiest period in like 85 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I found that unusual myself. Um, but we are back here in the cloudy Connecticut, and uh, we're here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number, no matter where you are um, on the planet. I think it'll work. You know, I think it's you know, if you use a cell phone, it shouldn't cost you anything. So feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out. So as usual in customary, Dennis, uh, you have any uh, technology news people can use? Uh, yeah, we yeah. have to discuss a major, major outage that took place this week. And I'm sure a lot of people out there yeah, are asking week. questions about this. It took place last week because I was well, on in right. Florida That's when it happened. True. That's true. It was the AT&T outage. Yeah. The great cellular uh, meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, the thing that that's a little weird about it is, you mm -hmm. know, AT&T has been a little bit elusive about what happened. Well, they gave I mean, you five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they did? Yeah, a little five Wow, dollars. now I can go to Starbucks and get half a latte. I know. <laughs> a, little aloof, a little aloof about their outage does seem uh, typical. Yeah, I mean, they, they did, you know, accept responsibility. <clears throat> it was something they did, but they didn't really describe too much about right. what happened. Right. And I've had people ask me, oh, was it cyber attack? 
It wasn't and, the Russians or the or yeah. a solar flare. And initially, like very early in the morning when I got up and I'm getting the news about this major cellular outage, I was hearing that it was every cellular company right, that was completely out. And yeah. no, that's not what happened. The news doesn't get it quite right. <laughs> well, I mean, people throw it out of proportion initially when they when they don't really know what's going on. Right. Um but at any rate, yeah. it took them the better part of a whole day to fix what they did. Right. But ultimately, the problem was what they did. Exactly. They, I, I almost actually went to Facebook and posted that saying, I can I can pretty much guarantee it's nothing nefarious. It's purely just incompetence. It's some, uh, some guy made a change in a switch in a router that brought the whole network down, and they don't have good redundancy, clearly. They don't have good failover, clearly. Right. They don't have all the things that the cloud is supposed to provide you, right? So you don't have an outage like this. It should have been rerouted. The issue should not have been something that brings everything down if you've got that redundancy in a system as big as theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I would hope the FTC and these other companies are going to look at, you know, you, you've got portions of airplanes falling apart these days you know and at least they have an agency that's really going to hold them accountable in the case of boeing this is the same thing with these types of network outages you can't keep operating this way providing this type of network uh this kind of infrastructure and act like you you know can get away with having these outages and not being impacted by it five dollars i'm sorry to (laughs) at&t customers is probably not enough no Um, because believe it or not a lot of Two-factor authentication happens well, by your cell yes, phone. Yes, at at Tab that morning we had we had quite a few calls with people that weren't able to authenticate right. to their logins because they weren't getting uh, texts on on phones or their push notifications or or the pushes weren't working either because they're out in the field somewhere and they're right. relying on AT and T for that push and they're not right. getting it. And uh, yeah, we had to we had to help out a lot of people because of that. that a lot was of work around. Not that. a small issue. No, no, not at all. So I mean, hopefully there's going to be some some teeth in these types of things where you're, you're like, hey, if you want to be a network, be a network, you know, <laughs> and actually network, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not net fail. Yeah, you have alternate <laughs> paths. You can figure you can configure routes that'll go around the outage. You just need to configure it, uh, and then of course test it and see if it works. But who am I? I mean, I'm really not the sharpest tool in the shed. Um, in other news, I found this kind of interesting. Uh, this is from uh, Not the Bee, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Babylon Bee is, I'm, I love following the Babylon Bee, but they have something called Not the Bee because some of the headlines you put in, the, if you put in, you wouldn't believe would be real because they got to make sure they specify this is not the bee. This is a real, actual headline. Um, Elon Musk says Grok, which is his AI, We'll soon be able to do something that I think AI is going to be very valuable for. It's going to be able to read the omnibus bills that Congress likes to make and summarize them so politicians can't hide stuff from us. So we're hearing all of this, hey, we have to we have to regulate AI. And they seem to be jumping on this kind of quick. And you wonder yeah. why maybe, huh? Ooh. Oh, maybe because of stuff like this. Because it really would be a shame if we really knew what the heck they were doing to us when they put these bills together and all the pork that's generated by these bills. And wouldn't it be nice? I know, I know Nancy said we have to, you know, we have to pass the bill before we know what's in it. Sorry, Nance. We're going to know what's in it. All right? And I've always said that they should be writing these bills at an eighth grade reading level so that – and, and you know, double spaced, you know, 13 pages maximum so that people can actually know what's happening. Well, if they're not going to do that, we can imp, you know just ingest this whole big hunk of junk into the AI and have it spit out, hopefully correctly, 
hopefully correctly are to the two key words there. Yes. So, I mean, you know, Elon's got AI that's supposed to not ha- have his cars run into the back of fire trucks like they constantly <laughs> do. So I do understand there's a limitation here. Um, but it's it's a it's something that could happen. Now, if the if Congress starts to write laws that says AI can't be used to read their laws, you, you know I, we've got problems. Problem, yeah. But you know those guys will do it. Right, <laughs> they might. Especially, I mean, probably here in Connecticut, they're already starting that now. You know, let's not let <laughs> let anybody know what we're writing in our implementer bills. Right, it happens here in Connecticut too. So having AI actually read these things is that's the biggest complaint. And they they send these bills up twenty minutes before they go and vote on them. It's all part of a process so that nobody can actually be a part of a democratic process. How much can we hide? Let's have the AI who can read it instantly dump out a sum a bulletized summary of all the pork that such and such. Congressperson or legislator is put in for their district. So this could be a a good benefit to actually have artificial intelligence read the quote unquote intelligence coming out of our our lawmakers. I have some hope for that. (laughs) Just a little. (laughs) A little bit? bit. I mean, again, Tesla's still running to the back of parked fire trucks. So AI has a way to go, but uh, Elon's done some pretty amazing things. So I'm I'm rooting for him. What else you got, Dennis? Well, it turns out that police are interested in your push notifications to your various devices. They are. Yeah, they are grabbing up information that's sent out like that. Not texts, not uh, not emails, not stuff like that. No. Not data streams of any kind. Just little notifications that go out from different apps. Right. And what they do is they buy that from brokers that collect that data from the companies that host the apps and right. then resell it so that they can make money on that free app that's on your phone. Right. And yeah, it it, it, it all comes down to you are the commodity. But at any rate, what they're doing is they're collecting up these these notifications and they're figuring out different things that they want to figure out. Right. And uh, our favorite senator, Ron Wyden, is... He caught wise to this, and uh, he's asked the DOJ to uh, take a look at this practice yeah, and yeah. see if it's uh, see if it's uh, legitimate. See if it's violating anybody's privacy rights. I would say it probably is, but hey, what it do I know? It probably is, but again, <laughs> when you choose the service, the EULA says they can do it, right? So yes. it's not violating something you authorize them to do. And it's the other aspect of this article, which is from the Register— um, in 2022, one of the largest push notification companies in the world, Pushwoosh, <laughs> was found to be secretly a Russian company. Huh. That what? De- yeah, that deceived both the CDC, <laughs> oh, shocker there, and the U.S. Army into installing their technology into specific government apps. So a Russian push technology is being, was being used by the CDC and the U.S. Army. Come on, guys. Can you do a little bit of vetting? I mean, yeah. the, the, we put so much. I mean, this kind of stuff drives me nuts because of all the efforts we put in for our customers to try to have them be CMMC compliant or NIST compliant or all the security technologies we put in there. And you can't figure out that Push Wush <laughs> is a Russian company? <laughs> I mean, Jiminy Crickets. So we'll put this link up here for you guys to read this story. But, yes, uh, just when you thought you were trying to stay off the grid when something notifies you through a push. <laughs> uh, the cops are, are interested in knowing that. And again, this is just for location information, right? right? Were you in the location where this push was sent? Right. And now here's the other kicker. If you have a VPN going, oh, imagine if your VPN 
you know, is at a Buffalo, New York. And right. there's some sort of some sort of unrest in Buffalo, New York, and the push uh-huh. notification goes to you. But guess right. where it goes? It, it reports that you were in Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. That's going to cause some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so True. if you get the knock on the door, hey, were you in Buffalo on this date? And you're like, I don't think so. Um, well, your VPN says you were, and that's the thing. <laughs> you, you weren't actually there. So yeah. we'll see what happens with this, too. But we'll put the links up there for you. Um, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock this morning on this cloudy First Saturday of March. Um, so get online. A couple lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be right back. All right. We are back. This is Computer Talk. A couple lines open still. 860-522-9842. I know we were off last Saturday. But again, I had to get away or the wife would have killed me. Um, so we, we are back live and uh, here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We're going to go to Weathersfield and Camille first, who's been on the longest. Good morning, Camille. Good morning, guys. On the 20th of February, a few minutes before 8 a.m., I got a notice to do an update to go from 10 to 11. Oh, you did, huh? Okay. Well, yes, and my computer crashed. Oh, Okay. And I heard about another person who had the same situation. What I wanted to know was, have you heard of others and what might have caused this? My computer had no deficiencies. Well, uh, It's only four years old. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of reasons a Windows update can fail. And uh, one, of them, uh, one of the more common ones is if you don't have enough space on the drive yeah. to gather up the updater that performs the work of changing the operating system. And it also needs extra working space because it's rewriting files. So as it's doing that, it needs a lot of buffer space. Right. So even if the, uh, the updater file is four gigabytes and you have 10 left on your drive, that might still not be enough um, because it may not be able to actually copy out all that data the way it needs to. Uh, another problem is generally with any kind of an issue with the drive partition itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that case, a check disk might help. Um, but there's a lot of different causes for it. Did you get an error code? I got nothing. It froze totally up. It froze up? and yep, I couldn't restart it. You couldn't, could, we couldn't get anywhere. The BIOS got corrupted. BIOS got corrupted? Yep. Wow. Mm, that's pretty bad. I never heard of that on a Windows 11 update. Yeah, it, the the Windows 11 upgrader isn't even going to do anything to BIOS. How did you find out the BIOS got corrupted? I have a person helping me. Uh, all right. Well, that's unusual. It's unusual the BIOS being corrupted. It is not unusual for Microsoft to do what it just did to you. Right. Um, and all the examples, we can go back from back to Windows 95 when we started this program 30 years ago, and you'd have the exact same problems, right? Microsoft would try to do an update. It wouldn't even pay attention to whether or not the machine had the room to do it, and it would just run out of space. Yeah. Um, and you would think by now it won't do that, but it does still do that. Um, where are you now with your machine? It's being checked out being checked out so in a did, diagnostic place at a diagnostic place okay but he said the bias was corrupted huh? that's what i've been wow. told now when it was frozen did you like just turn it off in the middle of the update no i did not i waited you waited okay you stayed frozen forever yeah okay so you just finally said okay it's been it's been 20 minutes it's been 20 hours how long did you let it sit 
Oh, I don't know, half hour maybe. Ooh, okay. So half hour is not enough time for Microsoft um, to do anything right really. So a Windows update like that probably takes longer than a half an hour. So just for everybody else out there, if 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 this occurs and you want and you say yes to the update, or maybe you have no choice. I had no choice. Yeah, so that would be considered malware as far as I'm concerned, too. But, <laughs> yeah. But um, that's another issue. But 30 minutes is not enough time for Microsoft to do anything major. Uh, Microsoft needs to you know, sit back and consider. Think, remember Gandalf and the scene Gandalf there, and then when he's down in there in the mines and he's trying to figure out which hole to go through, which tunnel? You know, that's, that's Microsoft when it's thinking about an upgrade. You know, Gandalf is trying to figure it out and then oh, we're going to go down this tunnel. It smells less bad. That's how Microsoft <laughs> works. Um, it's just waiting. It's trying to figure out where to where to put everything. So be a little, go a little longer with it. But hopefully your guy figures it out. A bias corruption is unusual on a Windows update because it's very, that's before the operating system. Yeah. Um, and if the BIOS got corrupted, that kind of suggests to me that there might have been a hardware issue to begin with. Right. And that in turn might explain why the Windows 11 upgrade went belly up. Yeah. How much are they charging you for this diagnostic, Camille? I don't know at this point. Oh, I'm still boy. waiting. Yeah, four-year-old machine. But I wanted to warn people not to do anything <laughs> adverse when yes. they do it. Yes. Well, you didn't do anything wrong. You, you had no choice. Well, that's what it sounded like, but yeah. who knows? Yeah, so if you do, well, right. So if you do have a choice, I would agree with you. Don't don't do it. Let it wait a little bit. However, in 2025, October of 2025, Windows 10 support goes away. Doesn't mean you still can't use it, right? But um, you know, up, up, updating is not going to be something we're going to say not to do because by then it really should be ready for prime time. Okay, um, thank you for your help. Yeah, thank you for letting everyone know, Camille. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. That's that's awful. Yeah. I mean, do you see anything on? Uh, did you do anything on the Googles to find anything? No, I haven't found no. anything. But it's not uncommon. I mean, in our careers, we for if up, we yeah, upgrade failures are very commonplace. It right. used to be, it used to be even a, a mantra in IT that you don't change the operating system. If right. you buy Windows Seven computer, you just stay with Windows Seven until it's done, and yeah. then you replace it. Write it out. Yeah, updates and, were definitely something you. Yeah, but. And, you know, upgrading now is they've made it so that it can happen and it does usually, but yeah. uh, it can still get people in the in the backside. <laughs> get you in the backside. Let's go to Bob in Berlin. What's going on, Bob? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, I got a quick question for you. I used to listen to you guys on my phone uh, using Odyssey. Yeah. And then. Uh, um, for whatever reason, Odyssey would not shut down. In two days, I maxed out my whatever I got, my five gigabit. Limit. Oh, your data. I don't know, my data, correct. Yeah. So I, 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 so I, I deleted the app. I was going to reinstall it. Yeah. So I, but you go to the Odyssey website and they talk about Windows. Yeah. There's nothing for a Samsung phone. How do I find it? All right. Oh. We'll find a link for the uh, loading Odyssey on an Android phone. That should be yeah. the least we can do. Yeah. And, and, and if we can do that, I would uh, <laughs> I would appreciate it. But we will. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Okay. And then that, that was that. That was that? All right. We'll, t we'll put it up there for That's you. It. Okay, Bob? And, and I enjoy your show very much. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening. We appreciate it very much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we've got four lines wide open on a cloudy Connecticut morning. <laughs> so if you're calling calling in, call in from a sunny state, if any of those exist. 860-522-9842 is a number. No matter where you call in on your cell phone, it doesn't cost you anything. Because if you're listening on the Odyssey app, uh, except for our last caller was having some trouble. Yes, and I found out something about the Odyssey app and yeah. how it works specifically on Samsung devices. Really? Yeah, it it turns out that Samsung has a number of features built into their phones oh. that deal with memory handling and power handling and battery yeah. saving. Gotcha. And Odyssey mm-hmm. has a tech support article about this, and it tells you exactly what settings to change. Gotcha. Um, so we're going to put that up on the website and on Facebook. Right. And again, also how to how to get your Odyssey app loaded. So right. We, and we have another link to the the app store, well, the Play Store uh, right. link for the real thing. So hopefully that helps you out there in Radio Land um, with the Odyssey app. But it's kind of funny you have to do all these workarounds on your Samsung phone. So some of these phones are, are doing what they can, right? It's kind of like uh, you think about, you know, um, Farfignugan. Remember the, the issues with uh, <laughs> yeah. with the Volkswagen Bugs when they were uh, doing their testing and they were defeating the test by actually only putting in their their technology when they were being tested and then turning it off when they when, weren't. When they weren't, right. Right, the clean diesel, right? <laughs> Real clean when you're turning off all your technology after you're done testing. Um, same thing with the Samsung here. The Samsung phone obviously has got must have a poor battery, so in order to stay operational it's got to tweak this and modify that and you got to you know turn this this feature off and turn that feature on just so you can use the device mm-hmm. so that's what's happening here is is how you get your odyssey app working now we were going to uh, we have four lines wide open feel free to get online 860-522-9842 is a number as we wait for your calls we'll talk a little bit about technology and yep. apple right they were going to do uh electric cars yeah like seven or eight years ago they were rumored to be you know, developing a car, yeah, uh, 
potentially, a, well, an electric car and potentially a driverless electric car, too. Yeah. And they confirmed that uh, shortly after those rumors came out. Well, finally, eh, the whole project is dying. They're they dying. are pulling the plug, yeah. boom, boom, on the electric car that they were going to produce. Just imagine what an Apple electric car would be like. I mean, they're always about user experience, right? And right. they had the issue with the Apple iPhone where you were holding it wrong because that's why you, <laughs> you couldn't get the phone to work. Remember that? You're holding it wrong. Yeah, and they, they also are known for minimal interface. Right. So I'm wondering how you're going to have all the traditional dashboard controls on a car right. that you would have because Apple would object to that. Right, they want to keep it minimalist. Right. And they would probably have like a, a, a little, maybe a toggle joystick that you Move around, and then you can change something. You know, you, you toggle it up to the upper left to turn on your headlights, and you toggle it to the upper right to turn on your uh, wiper blades. But it right. would just be one control. Right. Maybe right in the middle of your steering wheel? I don't know. But whatever it is, it would, it would be the would minimal love, interface. love to see those designs, but... It is what it is. They're not going to be in the electric car business. I wonder why, huh? Hmm. Uh, could know. it be there's so much trouble with it? Possibly, possibly. I mean, again, Apple and its batteries, right? They had Battery Gate, right? Apple was saving your iPhone by actually <laughs> making it work poorly. Right. Imagine what they would do to your car when it's car battery. Well, you can go, <laughs> you can get in the car, you can turn the car on, you can't turn the heat on, and you can only go 35 miles an hour. But we're protecting your car, right, from failure. We would hate to have it fail. So yeah. just imagine this poor Apple car sitting on the, on the highway driving 35 miles an hour because the software said, hey, we want to protect you from a battery issue. Thanks, Apple. <laughs> so they probably they probably revisited and said, you know, we probably shouldn't get in this business. All right. Scooty your calls. We're gonna go to Craig with a computer issue. Craig, what's happening? Boy, that was quick. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Well, we had four open lines and you're the first guy to call in, so you got it. Well, yeehaw. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, okay, no laughing. Um, I have an old Acer that was given to me. And it's running 8.1, and the only reason I use it is for uh, QuickBooks. That's all I do on it. All right. What now, version of QuickBooks, though? It can't be a current version. Uh, that's correct. All right. So your, um, your books aren't uh, as quick as they used to be. <laughs> well, not only that, but they would never back up. Right. So that's not good. No. Um, so the other day, I was using it. And I went up and went to the kitchen and came back, and the Acer screen was up yeah. as if you're turning it on. Yeah. And all there was was the swirling donut. Mm. And so I thought, hmm, maybe it's doing some type of update. So I waited, did something else, yeah. came back a half an hour later, still had the swirling donut. Mm -hmm. And then I said, hmm, this has worked before. So what I did was I turned it off, uh, took the uh, power wire out, Yeah. took the, bat took the battery out. Oh, laptop, huh? Uh, hit, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit, the, hit the battery button again to, uh, it. I mean, the on switch to make sure all the electricity was out of it. Yeah. And then I put it back together. Mm -hmm. This time I got a, a swirling donut that said that it was um, preparing to repair preparing auto repair. Then it went to diagnosing 
And then it went to automatic repair, and it gave me two choices. Yeah. Restart, advanced options. I hate to hit advanced options. All right. But I, I did because I tried restarting it. And of course, that did nothing except I got the same swirling dunk. Yeah. Um, so then... I, I like it, just real quick. Just interrupt you real quick. The swirling donut to you, to me, it, that's not what I see when I see that swirl. I think of something completely different. But go ahead. I won't tell okay. you what it is, but you can probably imagine swirling. But go uh, ahead. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then I get to another screen that choose option, and it says one of them says continue. Mm-hmm. Another one says use a device. And then it says troubleshoot. Well, I tried those. I tried those because one of the other options was turn off your PC, which I had done that before. (laughs) Just turn it off. So so, now now I'm going around in circles, pardon the pun. Yeah. and, And I don't know what to do. Yeah, you're not booting anymore, are you? No. Yeah. And it's not backed up, as you mentioned. That's correct. And, uh, okay. Um, so, I mean, it sounds to me like you have a corrupt operating system of some kind. Yeah, definitely. The key here now is going to be, the only thing you use it for is QuickBooks, right? Yes. Okay. My thought is this. You take the hard drive out and and put configure it so that it can be connected as a USB hard drive. You then bring it to a machine that works, plug that drive in, try to navigate to where the company file is, that QuickBooks company file is, copy that QuickBooks company file off so you have it because you don't back it, you didn't back it up, and then pronounce your machine dead. Okay. So so I'm putting it on a uh, a USB drive. Well, you're going to create um, you're going to turn your you're going to turn that drive into a USB, a portable USB drive. There's there's adapters out there. Yeah, you can get you can get enclosures and adapters. You remove the drive from the laptop and then just plug it into the adapter or enclosure and then connect it to another computer. It depends on what type of drive it is, right? So the adapter will either give it power in a different way than if it's a SATA drive versus an IDE drive, depending on how old the thing is. Well, well I I have I have I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No. I I do have a brand new um, hard drive mm-hmm. that um, it's never been used. Yeah. Is there any way that I can use that? In other words, can I can I copy what's ever on my existing hard drive onto this new hard drive? Um, or do I have you're you're, you're I, yeah you're running an old Windows 8.1. I, again, I would pronounce that laptop dead. You have better things to do than try to get that thing working again. You, your goal right now is to get that data that you need so that you can be productive again. So yes. I would tell you that you've got your 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 money out of that machine. Go get a new yes. one if you don't have one and work on getting that file off of it so that you can then now you're going to load a, you're going to have to load a current version of QuickBooks on the new computer and then hope the version you have can be imported or converted. Because QuickBooks is really not that good at that, with that either. Yeah. Well, that, oh. well, it it typically will work if you're only going like one or two years back. You've got to that then one. Beyond that, you mm. and I had both had more hair back then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I um um now I do. I went to QuickBooks Online. Okay. That's what I'm using now. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, so did you but, get the? So did but, you have the data or no? No. Oh yeah. 
That's a problem still. So basically, I'm I'm working on closing down my business. Okay. So um, what I was going to do was try to do it online, but I don't really like change. Hmm. Um, and and to set this QuickBooks up the way I want it to, um, it's just it's just not doing it. Right. It won't work the same way that your old one did. I'm sorry. That is correct. Right. Nope. Um, so now I'm going to have to reset everything because all I do is like proposals, um, purchase orders, and invoices. That's right. it. Yeah. You know, I don't need to track anybody's time. Nope. I don't have to do reports. Yep. Nothing like that. I hear you. Well, unfortunately, we can't help you with the, how QuickBooks works or the flavor that it works. The key, though, is to get that data file off that company file. And depending yeah. on the age of that company file, you may have to have QuickBooks assist you with the conversion to the file that needs to be imported up into the cloud. Well, the good news is if he's a subscriber to their online service, then, yeah, they'll give him the tech support for that. Yeah. Absolutely. I've already gone through that, and mm -hmm. all they could do was they updated um, – excuse me, I have QuickBooks 2000. Um, and so what they had to do was they had to do uh, like three – updates in order to get it to bring it up to you know current version right um and now so i when i go on quickbooks online all my data is there oh. but when i pull up when i pull up customers and jobs the body the body of whatever i'm doing is gone it'll hmm. say that i'm it'll say that i'm in a in a project but it, it just, the body's gone. So I understand what you're saying is that mm -hmm. I need to, I need to, uh, get someone, yeah. um, to, to take care of this. And this is, I was afraid you were going to go here. What about pictures and stuff like that? Cause there were old pictures. Yep. So it'll work the same way. If you adapt that hard drive and try to get it to pl plug it into another computer, navigate to those folders on that drive and you should be able to copy the, the data off. We're hoping. Yeah. Uh, we have hope yeah. that the drive is okay. It, it, well, yeah. I mean, if, if the drive itself completely failed and that's why the issue is, then right. there you're may be trouble. trouble. And then if that's the case, you can send it to a company called OnTrack um, and they can help you. They'll For a couple hundred dollars, they'll tell you how much it's going to cost to get your data back. Uh, okay, because I think my daughter has used them before, yeah. but they came back with some bad news saying her hard drive had turned to dust. Yeah. Um, but so you're thinking that this possibly could be rectified? Yeah, we always have hope in IT. Always. Um, we may not be cute, according to uh, <laughs> uh, Steve's prior guest there on his co comedian there, but we we always have hope, uh, and we'll try out we'll try everything. Yeah. And then <laughs> so huh. um well you always start with hope as a default, right? And yep. then work True. down from there. Exactly. So yeah, give right. it a well, shot, try to adapt it. That's the cheapest thing to do. Go go online yeah. and get the adapter for to making that a USB external USB hard drive, plug it in and see how you go. But I, I'm coming up against a break here, so I gotta let you go. Okay, well, hey, thanks a lot, you guys. I appreciate your help. You got it, Craig, and we'll put some examples of these adapters uh, up there yeah, for Yeah, we'll, we'll put one up from, it's on Amazon, but once you see it, you're going to know what you're looking for. All right. You can okay. get a lot All of right. places. Thanks again. You're welcome. Good luck. All right, we're going to be right back. You don't hear any of that here. No. 
other than all the IT jargon we throw at you, which maybe sounds like Gaga and Goo Goo. <laughs> it probably does. <laughs> so we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. So the last caller real quick. You know, running a, a, a and we know we're not kind of cast asparagus at all, but mm-hmm. basically, you know, running something that's that old, QuickBooks 2000, it's the year 2024. You can do the math. It's 24-year-old op, uh, software, right? With no backup. I don't know what anyone's thinking about that, but yeah. guys, it's, your stuff's going to fail. Um, if, you've ever, if you've heard anything on our program, backup, 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 but we've said that for 30 years here, it's going to fail, right? So the one thing you should plan on is, is its failure. And then if you're running something that old, and I don't blame you, right? I ran um, Word thir- uh, 2013 on my machine for way past. It's pro- probably for a decade plus. I think I'm running on Word 2016 or 19 now. I mean, I'm not anxious to change to the next version of Word so Microsoft can read my my next uh, novel that I'm designing. Um, I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, again, be, you want to be current, right? You want to be more current than not. 24 years not is is so far from current. It's 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 crazy. But we know how we know how it happens, right? Right. You know, he was. It's working fine for him. Why do I want to change? Mm-hmm. Um, but and and why get on into its you know upgrade treadmill that right. all it does is feed their coffers. Right. But feeding their <laughs> so that line of feeding their coffers, right? It's it's a it's a it, for us it's a love hate thing, right? If we don't feed their coffers, then the product doesn't exist, right? And you're back to spreadsheets and however old you know pencils the way you did it before. So there is some benefit to keeping them around. Yeah. All right, so let's get to your calls. You're going to go to Jeff in Middletown next. What's happening, Jeff? Good morning. How are you guys? Good, sir. How are you? All right. Uh, quick question. Do you? Uh, you're the best way to milk sheep. The best way. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, it's easy. You, you release a new iPhone and charge twelve hundred bucks for it. Ah, there you go. That is true. So those are the folks who be or who want to be current all the time. No, you're right. Milk and sheep is exactly. Right. You're not wrong. <laughs> Was that what you called to give us? Was that joke? Well, man, I just. What, what what sparked the joke was when you guys were talking about Apple's car. I can see them coming out with a car that costs as much as a Bugatti, you know? Right, well, that, we, we didn't even get into that. You're right. I mean, just imagine what that car would cost. If, if a Tesla costs $80,000, of course, 7000 of, of our tax money goes back to subsidize it to the tune of a billion-plus dollars we've given to Tesla for subsidies. Just imagine the Apple car, right? The Apple car, based on their phone, you'd, you'd have to be looking at like a $130,000 vehicle. There's no, Apple yeah. can't make it for less than that. Well, plus we only run on about seventy percent of the roads, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and imagine the screen protector you have to put on the windshield. Yeah. Oh man. There's so many things. If you think about Apple, I mean, all these Apple devotees are out there saying, "Oh, shut up! You know, you've got your Android, whatever, whatever." We're not wrong. You know, we're right. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. Just imagine what that Apple car would have cost, and just what you would have had to do. I mean, just imagine the. The the, uh, the everything with it when it comes to this machine, the, the, the car would be ridiculously expensive, and of course it wouldn't yeah, have a cigarette of, lighter. No, and you're you're out of juice. And you got to <laughs> plug it in, but oh no, it's a Samsung charger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, none of your friends could charge anything in that car. Yeah, I mean we could go on and on and on, Jeff. You were exactly right. <laughs> That's great. No, we appreciate the call. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. 
How do you milk sheep? So, you know, he's not wrong. I mean, just I mean, you you can just see the Apple boardroom, you know, talking about this. So the car's going to cost how much? Yeah, we're thinking a couple hundred thousand dollars. And and you're going to have to put a screen protector on the windshield? Yeah, yeah. And you're not going to be able to plug anything else into it other than an Apple? Yeah, right. No, nothing else will work. I mean, I mean, you, and you he, won't be able. It won't. It won't come with an with a with a disc I, player. It won't even come with a charger. It won't even come with a radio. You're right. He'd ha- you're going to have to go out and buy a separate Apple Car charger because, like the phones, they don't come with chargers, right? So just imagine how that much what that would cost. Right. And in order to listen to any music, you'd have to subscribe to Apple Music. Only Apple Music. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be stuck in the Apple e- ecosphere. Um, yeah. There's so many things I can just see that boardroom <laughs> saying. You know, we should probably rethink this. Um, oh, that's too funny. How do you have milk? <laughs> so everything we've talked about has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And of course, Mike G is working out there to post everything on our on our Computer Talk with Tab listener network. So we moved all all of the stuff we do about the show over to the Computer Talk with Tab listener network group. Uh, feel free to join that group. We'll happily uh, allow you to join it. Everything's posted out there. And uh, also, he's posting over to X, formerly Twitter, if you haven't figured it out by now. Um, and so you'll get the you'll get all of our links sent to the Facebook page and to Twitter. Of course, Dennis is live here posting it over to our computertalkwithtab.com site, and it'll show up eventually. Um, we're not really sure the timing on it. We haven't really actually timed it, but it shows up eventually. And, of course, if you subscribe to our podcast with whatever tool you use, if you use the Odyssey app, we prefer that. But if you want to follow Computer Talk with Tab anytime you want, just go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of listening pleasure out there for you guys if you can't get enough of us already. We'll be right back. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024.